Hey guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast. I'm Shanae Howard. This is Tommy Shelby. Hello. Ryan Robinson. <laughs> Hi. What is so fucking funny? Because I was just, I was just thinking about the time when, like, when I was old enough to vote, and my mom, I was like, my mom was like, "You gotta vote," and I was like, "I don't know, mom." She's like, "Well, you gotta rock the vote, baby." <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. Yeah. She's not. Uh, every Dorothy. Every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. That's true. Anything in the video game sphere that you are excited or disappointed by recently? Uh, you know, I know we all saw it coming, but that Switch Lite is interesting. I like the colors. Yeah. I feel like it was a missed opportunity. Like they should have called it Light Switch. Yep. But, uh, Light Switch. Man, that's good. But, uh, you know, it's interesting, right? Like, so I think they said 200. Yeah, 200. Which is not a bad price. It's cheap enough that you get get some for the kids for Christmas and all that, right? Yeah, if someone got me a, a light switch for Christmas, I'd be pretty excited about that. I just, like, I feel like they should have at least had some kind of, if not a dock, just a cord that you can connect it to your TV and play, you know? Yeah, yeah. I the docking feature is, like, I was like, okay. Because so- to me, I'm like, well, I already got the better one. I'll just hold on to that, sure. you know? That said, I do like new hardware. Uh, I like the colors. I'll probably end up getting one. I, I like the colors as well. I just, I mean, I feel like I just feel like if you're gonna put aside some money to buy a console, just buy the regular Switch because at least then you can play it on your TV. I think the Switch Lite would be good for people for a household that already has a Switch because I feel like right. that's a less expensive way to make yourself a two Switch household. And that's my household, right? Yeah. Uh, but like, it's it's obvious, right? It was predicted for a long time that this would happen. They've done yeah. it with nearly every console they've ever made, mm-hmm. uh, except for like the N64 and GameCube, which right. even those technically do have revisions. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's smart, and it, it hits that 3D, 3DS price point pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Cool. I just I just feel like... I like a, that yellow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that the Switch, the Switch Lite is, you know, is definitely like... It's definitely uh, a good step up from like if you if you've been just using a 3ds this whole time or a 2ds this whole time. I think that's a really good upgrade. Well, I like that it. If you're gonna make it where it's only portable, I like that they extended the battery life on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, just by removing features, the battery life is automatically extended. Yeah. No HD know. rumble. Yeah. Uh, I when I saw that it was announced and I saw that it's going to have a D-pad, I knew that you would be excited about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was like, oh, hey, this is for Tom. About fucking time. <laughs> now do it with a regular Joy-Con. Could you? You know? Yeah, yeah, idiots. It's 60 for two of them, right? I don't know. Uh, left and right, yes. Okay. Or it might be 70. might be 60 now. But they have like Hori. Hori, and it's a Nintendo licensed product, makes a Joy-Con with a D-pad on it, right? Yeah. But like they're all weird colors, so they don't won't match anything that you already have. And, like, uh, there's Matching no so battery right. in it, so it drains extra battery from the Switch itself. Right. It's like, eh, no thanks. Yeah. Mm, and then you can you can buy one from uh, Base Top, but, like, it's a mod, so you have to, like, do it yourself. Yeah. Mm. And it's mu- that's much more difficult than, like, installing a mod in a DualShock 4. Sure. Mm. They don't want you getting up inside there. Yeah. 
But yeah, that's you know that's the only real interesting thing lately. It's kind of that slow time, you know. Give it another month or so, and everything's gonna start coming out. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I did learn something that I I found very exciting. Uh, so have you guys played any of the Persona dancing games? No. no. Okay, so my favorite Persona is Persona Four. Mm-hmm. Having not played five yet, Persona uh, Four Dancing All Night was the first one of these games, and it was a Vita exclusive, right? Then they put out the Persona 3 and Persona 5 versions on PlayStation 4. And they're horribly expensive. They rarely go on sale. And I'm like, well, and why isn't 4 on PlayStation 4? 4 is on PlayStation 4. You just have to buy the special edition that comes with all three games. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to be doing that. Right on. I still want to get Super Mario Maker. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, I love hearing people like the Super Mario Maker is one of those things that I, I love listening to people talk about. It's not necessarily something that I think I'd enjoy engaging in, but it's really cool to hear how excited people are about like making levels and, and playing their friends levels and stuff. It's it's a really yeah. it's a cool little thing. It's just going to have to be something on the back burner until we get uh, more of the wedding budget figured out. I'm going to make some levels for you guys. I want to hear I want to see some levels from the twisted mind of Shanae Howard. Sure. It's a bunch of dicks. <laughs> I was about to say nothing but boobs. Yeah. Uh just uh but yeah. No, I'm just kind of excited about that. I It's like American McGee's Alice Shanae Howard's Mario. <laughs> it's just boobs I, and dicks. You know it's funny because I think that a lot of the time people think that Tom and I are the gross ones, but they don't hear the, a lot of the things that Shanae says. That's true. That's true. She's the gross one. I Yeah. I disagree. Mm-hmm. And I have reasons why that I'm not going to say right now. Sure. Out of respect to both to of the you. dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I have something that I was that I was pretty excited but about. Good. I was pretty excited about. Uh, I started playing a little bit of Injustice too, and I got the turtles, and I was pretty excited about that. Nice. Yeah. Turtles. They don't the Ninja Turtles. They don't. So what? I guess I misunderstood what I heard, but I thought that. Um, you know how like you can choose different like armor for like your characters or whatever. Yeah, I thought that like you could choose like depending on the armor you chose, depending on, like that would just des- decide what turtles you got to play as. I thought they all like fought together. So basically, like uh, I'm just gonna speak in PlayStation terms because that's what I play. But on the circle button, like you have this ability that charge that recharges. Like every character has an ability that recharges over time. You trigger it by pressing the circle button. So uh. When you play as turtles, you are playing primarily as Leonardo, mm-hmm. and then uh, his his little his little move it's like three little meters, and that and each of those meters charges independently. You have uh, and you have the other three turtles. So every time you press it, a different turtle is going to show up. Uh, so Sweet. so Michelangelo comes out and he like skateboards into the guy. Uh, Raphael comes out and throws the size at the guy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what Donatello does. So. I don't know why I didn't mention this weeks ago, but uh-huh. you remind me of it. Have you guys heard of or played TMNT Retro Palooza? No. No, I ha- I've heard of it, but I, I love it. I love Ninja Turtles. It is though. so fucking cool. It's a fan-made game. Okay. And it's uh, it takes from the old beat 'em ups. Right. You know, so that that's the style. But it's like it's like the equivalent of Sonic Mania. Uh, with the Ninja Turtles brawlers, you know, it's fan made. It's like everything you fucking want out of one of those games. And I like, I want, 
want so bad for it to come to like actually be published and and all that, you know. So you just like you seen video of it and No, I played it. Okay. It's really fucking cool, man. Like there's a shit ton of levels. There's an overworld map similar to like the crappy uh, the, the, TM, first, yeah. the first game, right? Like yeah. uh but the actual gameplay is beat him up and like as you defeat bosses, you unlock them and can play as them. Oh, cool. So like you can play as like the rat king and shit. Like it's it's really cool. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Ninja Turtles games are dope. Ninja Turtles Retropalooza. Are dope. Look that one up. Play nice. it. It's free. Uh, if you have a PC, you can play it. I will say that I feel like the turtles are largely well are largely well portrayed in Injustice 2, except for one small thing. Actually, it's kind of, I feel like it's, when you're talking about turtles, I feel like it's a big thing. So. Uh, no April O'Neil. But. Uh, so uh, when you win, Leonardo, Leonardo's victory pose is he gets a, he gets a pizza yeah and he takes a he takes a slice of it and he and he, he takes a slice out of the pizza yeah. he throws the rest of the pizza at the camera yeah and the pizza just slides down the camera then you oh, see Leonardo eat the pizza. pizza that's what I'm saying when do the turtle yeah. why would the turtles ever waste a perfectly good pizza what I am more curious about is that like in that game the versus screen is some of the most violent shit you've ever seen oh yeah so so, so what <laughs> happens with the turtles Do they just get punched in the big green head or no what? so i forgot to mention this <laughs> so that's my favorite thing about that game so and this made me laugh out loud when i saw it and i wish you were there to see it but uh so when they take a sweep like so when the other character takes a swing at leonardo yeah. just like tucks a little head in the thing that is awesome. <laughs> he like tucks his head in. He's like, oh, and then like he comes does back out. Does he say anything? Huh? Does he say anything when he does that? Because in the first movie, when that happens, what's he say? I don't remember. He says, I just love being a turtle. Oh, yeah. yeah. He d- they do say, I just love being a turtle, but during the fight. Yeah. Uh, but he just like tucks his head in. Oh, and, I don't and, think it's Leo that says that, but yeah. He's just like, he, just, he tucks his head in and the other person whiffs their, their head and then he comes back out. And just like That's fantastic. It's really cool. I had that action <laughs> figure. He squeezed the legs and the head popped back out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I think I was afraid that I would not like playing as them, but I, I enjoy it quite a bit. It's really fun. Nice. So this week I wanted to talk about video game terminology. Okay. I feel like it's a lot easier to have discussions, I guess, like more in depth. Yeah. Uh, when you know, when you have words to use to describe what's going on sure. rather than having to describe each and every single thing you're talking about. Sure. You got pwned. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Leet. Uh, like as an example, when I was like talking to them about my idea is I knew what procedural generation was before I started this podcast, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know the term for it until you guys. Mm -hmm. And I've talked about it before many times over the years. Like I want to get more knowledgeable about a lot of things and learning all these terms actually helped a lot. Yeah. Came to conversations and I just kind of wanted to go over some terms sure. and have us discuss them. And then I have some written down and whatever terms y'all want to talk about. Okay. Because either, either just like you think they're fun or I just think that they're helpful for like conversation. Okay. Uh, real quick, Tom, does it bother you when people say proc gen? No, but I've never heard anybody actually say that. Uh-huh. What bothers me most about procedural generation is most people use that term when they mean randomly generated, which sure. are two different things. Mm-hmm. So I know we've talked about it on the show, but do you want to just explain those differences real fast? So like the majority of, of these games are randomly generated, right? Like Spelunky has so many tile sets that can be populated with, you know, it has a tile set that can be populated with these random tiles. Mm-hmm. You enter a new level, 
it gives you them randomly. It's not procedural. It's right. random. Right. You know. All right. Um, so just go over some of that. Um, like compulsion loop. I don't even know what that is. What is that? I don't think I've heard that. Uh, it's like uh, it's normally used in a lot of uh, free-to-play games or oh. uh, or like immediately in, out of context. Or when you, I understand. Or the in gamblers grind, or grinding. The gambler's loop in like yeah. RPGs and stuff. Us old guys call it the gambler's loop. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's when you have to continually do stuff to get um, some sort of success or better better things so you can uh, I mean, that's progress just grinding. in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of like follow like it's like grinding and just uh like playing like free to play games over and over again so you don't have to pay for things. Sure. Yeah. Uh sounds miserable. Yeah. Why would anyone subject themselves to such a fate? I do like grinding though. Mm-hmm. Uh asset flipping. Uh asset flipping. So yeah, there uh, you, you, there's a lot of that in this industry, a lot of it. Yes. And sometimes I think it's done very cleverly, and sometimes I hate it. Give it a so good example like, of it. Uh, give I, an example of clever, because I think I'll, a good example is like what Ninja Theory did in Hellblade, in that you see the same rock or the same tree a hundred times, right? But the, that rock will be shrunken down and rotated and put in place. So you're seeing what appears to be two completely different rocks. It's the same asset, though. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good a good use of it because who wants to fucking make a, a billion rocks, fucking ton of rocks, yeah. right? Um, I think a very poor use of it uh, is the Morgan Sprite, and that like a lot of fighting game enthusiasts know of this. The Morgan Sprite from the original Darkstalkers is the same sprite that was used in the next two Darkstalkers. It's the same sprite that was used in all the Marvel versus games and the in the Capcom versus games. Like they milked that one Morgan Sprite so long mm-hmm. and it looked dated in the second Darkstalkers game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's also asset flipping when it comes to just the, also the uh, structure of the game. Like um, when companies like Candy Crush or whatever continually put out the same game as Candy Crush but call it different names. I mean, those are different games, today. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's just, you know, it can be used in different terms as far as that goes. And that's something I didn't really know before really getting into like video games and like really thinking about how they were made. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get it, right? Like it's, it's cheaper, right? Like what is Breath of the Wild 2? It's going to reuse most of those assets. I guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay. Same link. Right. I mean, same thing with Majora's Mask, right? But yeah. Uh, I would rather them do that. And give me Breath of the Wild 2, then make completely new assets and I have to wait a decade. Sure. You know? Just give me more Link. Yeah. I forgot to mention I've been playing that too. Good game. Oh, nice. Uh, this, I don't know if y'all probably use this as much as I have. Uh, like, actually recently when talking about games, but Kit. Kit. Like, like from Knight Rider? Yeah. No, not that one. We don't. Sh- we should not do that, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is the. It's used like a lot in mobas and things like that. It's um. It's when your character is a pre-designed character and it just has one set of skills okay. that are 
going to be, you're just going to use those the entire time. Their, their skill sets, the items they have, that's their kit. Huh. Uh, and it doesn't really change, just your, the game itself normally changes. Okay. I don't think I've heard of that one. Cool. I don't play MOBAs. Sure. Uh, this one, I, <laughs> I put on there specifically because yeah. I had a hard time discussing, like, when I was trying to be trying to describe certain games um so, like like Detroit Human or yeah, Detroit uh, Become Human Detroit Become Human or um Dragon Age but Dialogue Tree mhm where your choices are branching out so like you may not get to a question yeah. because like you've answered it these other ways I feel like that's like a very obvious one though right like I feel like if you didn't know what if you never heard that term and you heard it you'd probably grasp what that meant you know yeah, but I'm also just talking, just bringing terms up. Yeah, I guess I would. I wonder what people would call that if they didn't know what to call it. Uh, yeah. I just, I just wouldn't call it anything. I would just describe exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> like I was like, oh, it's like one of those story ones where if you make choices, they matter later because you get different choices well, later. What's so funny about that is like dialogue trees are so rarely actually trees. Sometimes they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, I um. I didn't know the term turn-based combat. Yeah. Uh, so I I had a friend who, like, we'd play a lot of JRPGs together. And I had a friend who would call it selective fighting. Yeah. And that just made sense to me at the time. So I just always called it that until I learned turn-based. So. Yeah. Um. Also, it's a term that I knew what it was and I knew how it worked. I just didn't quite, I didn't, I just didn't think about calling it that. Until I was probably like nineteen twenty, but invisible walls. Yeah, uh, and that makes sense. You know, like yeah. I knew what. It, yeah, Tony Hawk, man. Yeah. Also, Fuck I feel like walls. we put up invisible walls between each other. No, they're they're real walls. Sure. I don't want you in my house. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my land. Yeah. Uh, skill ceiling and skill floors. What of it? Um, I didn't really know what the like. I mean, I know. I don't really like like that term, like as a gaming term, though. You know. What do you mean? Because like you could have a skill ceiling on like your abilities on guitar or whatever else it might be. You know, it doesn't have to be a gaming thing. And I don't. And I've heard it used outside of gaming. Yeah, but I, I get what you're saying, though. Well, I think in the context of gaming, people don't really. Like they'll heal a term, but don't really think about it. Yeah. And like you know, skill floor is where everybody starts off at, no matter like how good you are and stuff like that. And obviously, no. skill ceiling is when you utilize the mechanics. I'd never heard skill floor before today. Yeah, I'd never heard that. Shanae made it up. I yeah. mean, that's pretty cool. She did. She's a wordsmith. Mm -hmm. You know what that is? Yeah, it's Kanye West. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it wasn't until really looked uh, until Berto really got into fighting games that I heard or cared about the term actions per minute. Mm. And I feel like that's definitely... I feel like that's much more an RPG term, you know? Like, I've not heard a lot of FTC guys talk, talk like, use that term, but I've heard plenty of people who play, like, Dota or fucking Diablo even talk about that shit. Uh, I, I never thought about it i it was just also people i don't i played with in my experience of people not being like trying to go pro level with this or anything like yeah. that yeah yeah and uh as it implies it's just how many actions you can get per minute but i also don't really know how that's the whole round you know <laughs> 
I mean, in a fighting games. game, that's yeah. pretty much the whole round. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know. Like, like I said, that one I don't really use necessarily in any conversation because I don't try to be competitive or very. You don't try. I, or at all. You just are. Yeah, I don't know. There's like a lot of gaming terms that I really cannot stand. Um, shmup. <laughs> yeah, Ryan knows them. I hate shmup. I think it's fucking dumb. Shmup? Never heard of it. It's just shorthand for shoot 'em up. And it's not, shoot 'em oh. up doesn't even take that long to say. Just yeah. say the whole thing. I fucking hate it. It really annoys me. Would it beat him up? Just be bup? Exactly, right? Nobody does that shit. I don't know. Um, I'm going to start calling River City Ransom a There bup. are certain terms that I, that I like <laughs> because up. they make sense. Like, I I used to really be bothered by genres that were named for different games, like yeah. Metroidvanias, yeah. right? Or like roguelikes. Souls-likes. Uh, but like, they don't bother me so much nowadays because it can help oh, describe yeah. one aspect of that well, game. Well, I guess you kind of have to accept because like, for the t- like, what else would you call it? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, bullet hell does not bother me. Uh, like, it That's makes good, sense. That just sounds cool, too. Know? But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Dungeon crawler makes sense. It doesn't. It doesn't though, because people use that to describe so many different genres of game. Yeah, you know, yeah. Rogue is a dungeon crawler, but so is Diablo, and those are n- nothing alike. You right. know, right? So is fucking Shin Megami Tensei. You know, like it's it's not the same. And by the by the definitions that people use, by the way that people use Rogue, like. Uh, you put Diablo on hardcore, that's a roguelike. Yeah. But it's like ARPG, right? ARPG can be used to describe Diablo. It could also be used to describe Nier Automata. Those are not the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That shit bothers me. And roguelike, while, yeah, you know, Spelunky is a lot different than Rogue, mm-hmm. uh, it's describing an aspect of that game in probably the most easy to understand way nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um but like all these terms are going to change over time. If you go through like old gaming magazines, they're using terms that we do not use anymore. You know, like you're not going to hear griefer. Rarely, <laughs> yeah, rarely, right? I think that I, I, well, I guess that's true. But like, I also, um, I've I've been seeing griefer a lot more often, only because like. I'm saying old magazines, not sure, like sure. New, yeah. uh, I've been seeing. I've. I only. Spe- but I only ever see it like specifically in reference to like one game at a time, though. Yeah. Like I see it a lot in reference to Red Dead Online because that's just, that's that's a that's a game that I'm following right now. But like, uh, I don't really see it that often anymore. Um, uh, I guess like a big thing, even though, I. Even though I've gotten into like. Alphas and betas, what really what the difference is between the two. Mm. Alpha's an earlier build. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and as far as what expectations you should have as far as those, like, Well, I feel like it's changed in general, right? When I was in the Minecraft alpha, there not a lot of people were in that alpha. Right. And the people playing it were there to help test the game. Right. Well, now it's like, oh, here's here's a closed beta. Here's an open beta. And it's acting like a demo for the game. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say that, like, when people hear, when people hear beta, like when people say that they want in on a beta or like, hey, does anybody have a beta code or whatever? Right. Uh, they're like they're using it as a means of just playing the game because right. I just like I can't speak for everybody, but I will say that very few people that I know actually actually ascribe like actually use the word 
actually use betas for their intended purpose because I feel like beta and demo are have become interchangeable and maybe it's because people don't put out demos anymore. Well, and I think but I think I, it all I don't think that's necessarily a super new thing because uh World of Warcraft the first one like it can't, it they put out a friends and family beta and I got to I got to, I got to play that um like back back in the day. And I use, I mean, I personally use that as basically a demo. Like, what is this game going to be like? What is it like? And the, I did give some feedback, but like, it was super, super little. I, I just did Well, not- and when it's an online heavy game, they might not need your feedback as much, right? They might just be testing their connections, right? Yeah, and how many people can be on the server. But, you know, that is not the case with every game. And I, I think it really sucks that most people, like, don't even bother filling out these these surveys. I think Grand Blue Fantasy, which was the last one that I was a part of, uh, did it really well because the survey was in-game. You could just, right there with your controller, just do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, More games need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, recently found out about the term power creep. I don't know that one. Is that Bill Cosby? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy. No, that's Theo Huxtable. Uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner. Don't talk about <laughs> him. Like fine that, young I follow that dude on Instagram. He's a hero of mine. Yeah. You not talk about him like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like when uh, DLC uh, keeps coming out and it makes the game like super unbalanced. That's just pay to win. Now that's all anybody says is pay to win. Mm-hmm. Power creep. Uh, and not, not necessarily like, like not necessarily, like yeah. it could be like extra characters makes like <laughs> like like in Smash makes something unbalanced or something like that. It, yeah, it's, creep. it's a good term. I like it. They're on I like with it too. Magic. <laughs> oh, power uh, creep, mother, mother. <laughs> sure. Uh, rubber banding. Oh yeah, I know that one. Uh, racing term, right? Yep. Not necessarily just racing, but most often you yeah. Yeah. in like Mario Kart and stuff like that. Yeah, or just like any other racing games and stuff like that. I didn't know about that term until y'all used it, and I later looked it up. I was like, I don't know what they mean by that. Well, I meant when I put rubber bands on my penis. <laughs> That's called rubber banding. <laughs> <laughs> That's called rubber branding. <laughs> sure. Oh my god. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> don't say my penis on the podcast anymore. I mean, I can't promise that. Yeah, that's a gaming term, too. Yeah. My penis. <laughs> <laughs> My penis. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Gaming terms are weird, but, like, like Ryan and I brought it up on, a, on an episode, like, a few episodes back. We were talking about fighting games and, like, how fighting games have all these fucking terms that it's kind of like skateboarding, where, like, they sort of make sense, but a lot of them are just really weird and dumb, you know? Yeah. Such I just as don't get it. Like footsies. Like, yeah, footsies, rush down, all that. I feel like rush down up. sounds kind of cool. Rush down does sound cool. Yeah. Uh, I think with rush and then it, like, like Zerg rush With fighting cool games, it's weird because it's like it's not just a genre thing, but there's also terms for just one specific game, yeah. you know? Like Street Fighter 4 had FADC. No one, no other fighting game uses that term, you know? Uh, I'm unfamiliar with that term. Fucking fo- assholes doing combos. Focus attack dash cancel. <laughs> oh. What other fighting game has focus attack in it? You yeah. know, like yeah. yeah. Uh, are there any uh, are there any terms specific to any other fighting games? I'm sure there. I mean, fatality. Well, I guess not yeah. anymore, right? Because Samurai Showdown eventually got fatalities, but like, Dang, I yeah. I don't know. Uh, 
I'm sure there there must be. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if you think about just like weird mechanics, talking about like the the gem system and fucking Street Fighter Cross Tekken or like Marvel Infinite, that type of shit, right? Yeah. Uh, what other fighting games really have that shit? The isms in the Alpha series. Yeah. No, there's no other fighting game with isms. Like it's yeah. just really weird. But yeah. I also I think that a lot of from in my experience a lot of a lot of a lot of terms you'll hear in reference to games are I hear from people who are speaking about these games analytically um as opposed to just speaking of them casually mm-hmm. um but like because of because of what I've been engaging in most recently like a lot of the terms that I that I, that come to mind are uh uh, or again, or stuff that you hear a lot in fighting games, like um, you know, like hit confirm and things like that. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know what it, and like I didn't know what a hit confirm was until Tom told me what it was. Yeah, but even like, like six B, you know, and yeah. commentators are using this now. This is not. This is like a relatively new thing in the fighting game scene. Mm. Commentators are using it now that are commentating big tournaments that people don't know what that means are sure. watching. Like, don't do that. You know, yeah. you can say forward. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, like Starcraft has Zerg Rush. Yeah. But yeah. you know what I mean? And, though? Like and, people and, and know like, what I've, forward punch means. They yeah. don't know what six B is. Yeah. Right. Like, I feel like, well, I also think that a lot of the times I don't would, know what six B is. It's fucking a forward punch. Right. Uh, well, oh, well, yeah. Well, what I'm, what, why is it called six B? Because they've done it to make things more universal. They've done it in an attempt to make things easier. You see it more with Japanese fighting games where the directions are like a keypad. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine to determine oh. direction. Right. It's, and it, I get it. It is. I think, I, I do think it's, I think that, I think ter- it hurts more than it helps. Terms like that. I think are used primarily to make yourself sound more knowledgeable. It's not. That's it's what not. I think. But because because you could just say forward punch. Why not just say that? The intention is that these these things are going to be streamed in multiple countries where forward might not be the same word as it is in English. Sure. Uh, and most most of these foreign countries at least know, you know, what we use as numbers on a keypad. Oh, well, I guess I was only thinking about the only country but, that matters. Yikes, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I really feel like Six most B. of these terms are, are most most all video game terms are eventually dated, yeah. you know. Um, adventure game does not mean what it used to mean, you know. I, th- I th- uh, think platformer is not what it used to be. Like, these, these terms pick up new definitions and lose all meaning, and they, they just never stay the same. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's completely true. I think that there is some staples that are always going to be what they are called. Well, sure, like FPS is probably never going to change, but like tank DPS, heal, like healer. Sure. Janae, uh, what is an RPG? Role playing game. But what is that? Um, means a fuck ton of games. Well, what's funny is like used to be you could see like the back of the box for I'm I'm not saying it's on there, but for sure. a, for a, an immersive sim like Deus Ex. And it would say role playing game or Leisure Suit Larry, and it would say role playing game. That's not what people also, mean when they say role playing. Hey, game, when people say you know? so, I know what people are talking about when they say immersive sim, right? Yeah. But I've never seen immersive sim used on any box. Sure. 
I wonder why that is. Because like it seems to be referring to a specific kind of video game, mm-hmm. and all of the games that fit within that category never seem to use those in their own descriptions. Right. That's with a lot of stuff, though, right? Like yeah. Street Fighter, Capcom never came up with the term FADC. Mm-hmm. People did, you yeah. know. Uh, you know, From didn't come up with Souls like or anything like yeah, that. People but, did, yeah. People did this to us. Yeah, we're the <clears throat> real monsters, you know. Yeah. But like, it's it's funny because like we have these terms that you know maybe we don't like or we feel are. Uh, for lack of a better word, we feel are reductive, but like at the same time, when I say well, like when we don't, it sucks because we might not like a term, but we also don't have a better way to describe these things. Yeah, I mean they are often helpful in the moment, right? Yeah. But like a lot of them aren't. Shmup isn't more helpful than shoot 'em up, right? Pwned does not help anybody. Yeah, you know, like neither does griever. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I mean that's the whole point, you know. Like we have English that can represent what we were trying to say in those situations, right, you know, without right. saying that dumb shit. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, and then there's things like we talked about, um, some, some plenty shows back about, um, games giving you hints of like where to go and what to do. And that's called telegraphing. Yeah. Uh, like also like how to tell if like an enemy is about to do a move, like all of that is like, is the term is telegraphing right. and like unless and you're right. I call it hand holding. Yeah, I just play. <laughs> That's just because you want someone to hold your hand. Dead Cells is not a Metroidvania. Just I, saying, I've not played it. It's not. But at least like having, even if they do date and change, having these like having terminology does help. Fit, like. You, I, it does help me, maybe yeah. not every single person, but it h- helps me when I have terms to think about the game more critically and also just to kind of realize what's going on. Because yeah. otherwise, I'm just enjoying the experience and setting back, and I'm just like, oh, I like it or I don't like it. And uh, it's like, was really similar to uh, like when I was trying to, when I was figuring out about like wines and like getting into that, like having the, the terms to describe the wine and what I like and what I don't like about it is helpful to be part of the conversation and learn more about it. <laughs> I don't yeah, think I'd ever want to be. Part, <laughs> I don't think I'd ever want to be part of a conversation about wine. But that, but you're, I mean, you but are I'm, correct. But I'm using though, a metaphor. Yeah. Like yeah. it does help, right? But like even in those instances, the terminology tends to change with time. Like we were talk, uh, talking about skateboarding. Like nobody used the term tray flip when I was skating. No one did. They said three sixty flip. You know. Mm-hmm. But now it's just taken over. Like yeah. all that shit happens. It doesn't matter what what you're talking about. Yeah. But um, even with the like the terminology changing, it does lend your mind to I guess like be more aware of what's going on in the game that you're playing. It can, but I think it can hurt just as much as it can help. Do you think because you're more aware of it, you're more critical, or what do you mean by hurting? I mean like like that last example, right? A 360 flip. I can kind of visualize what that means in my mind. A tray flip, I, I would have no idea what the fuck that meant, you know. Well, um, I think the pro- that's the problem with the terminology, not necessarily, like, putting it out there. Sure, sure. Or using it. Oh, there is a problem with using shmup. You're a fucking idiot if you do it. <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, that's official yeah. on tape. Tom said it. Um, but the term rubber banding, like, when y'all talked about it with uh, racing games, yeah. I had never thought about it. I, mm. like... At all until that term was used. Until but it makes you, sense, right? But it makes sense. 
And having that word made me think about it. Sure. And like what like and it made me think about what do I enjoy in this game and appreciate what I do like about like racing games and how they use rubber banding and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Having having words for things helps sometimes. What is your favorite video game term, Shanae? Ooh. Ooh. Cause mine's babality. You know what that is? <laughs> All I can think of is Beyblades. Babality is in some of the earlier Mortal Kombat's when you turn your opponent into a baby for some reason. Yeah, they got actual. I don't know why you funny, would do that. The, the funny thing is, in the original, uh, the when Beyblades first became a thing, those were real babies that they put in little costumes. Were they? Yeah. Well, anyways, Babality is very funny. But you know what? What makes me laugh a lot is early Mortal Kombat's had a thing called animalities, oh, yeah. and Ryan wanted to call them bestialities. I didn't want it. I didn't say. I <laughs> see, Tom. <laughs> That's n I said that I didn't know uh, what bestiality was, and I kept getting them mixed up because they were beasts. Yeah, they were transforming into beasts, so I would say yeah. bestiality. Kano wins. Bestiality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of them would turn into terrifying things like Tyrannosaurus Rexes yeah. and dragons. Some of them would turn into ant eaters. Yeah. And stuff like Cabal. that. Cabal. Cabal would turn into an ant eater. Um, one of them turned into a bear. I can't remember which one. Well. That's my favorite one. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of what I, I don't think I have a favorite. I don't know. I don't know any. any I'm trying to think of some that are like fun I feel to like say. You're fun, you're, the one you like the most is in Otomi's. It's called Skip. <laughs> you never you know read what, that what they're saying. Uh, I just read faster than you. I don't know what to say. You uh, can't read as fast as that thing skips. Yeah. Like, cause you're you're skipping as soon as the text pops up, you're skipping through. Yeah. So I don't know how you're making these informed decisions about the man that you're gonna spend the rest of your life with, or horse, or horse, <laughs> <laughs> whatever the case may be. I don't know Ryan, that I, you have a favorite. I don't think I. I don't know that I have a favorite. Do you have one that you hate? Uh, I'm growing, I'm growing to dislike Metroidvania because I feel like it often does not. I I hate the term noob. Hmm. What do you not like about Metroidvania, Ryan? Well, I feel like a lot of the time when... I actually, I don't dislike the term. I think I list, I dislike when people use it to describe a game to me. Mm -hmm. And then I play the game and it is not that. That irritates well, can't me. can't that be said for any term? Yeah, so I guess I just hate all video game terms then. But I mean, you know, like if somebody tells you, hey, check out this roguelike and it's not a roguelike, yeah. wouldn't that have the same effect? Yeah, it would. It sure would. Yeah. Uh, I don't My biggest problem with Metroidvania mm -hmm. is that like as much as I love Symphony of the Night, yeah. more than I love any Metroid, yeah. uh, like that, those should just be called Metroid-likes because that came first and it was doing what that term is used to describe yeah. before Castlevania was. Yeah. Uh I guess the you could just leave the the vania part out of it. Yeah, and then I hate that Igarashi has now decided to use the term Igavania. Like that bothers me. Ugh, I don't yeah. like that. I would do that if I were if I yeah <laughs> if this I had is the pet vania. <laughs> uh, the whole game is you have to navigate through corridors of McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the fries to get into the bathroom or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's funny though. Yeah, 
a video game. Uh, I guess you could just chalk it up to, you know, video games are stupid and playing them is dumb. Sure. Video games are stupid. Yeah. That's my platform. Shmups are stupid. Yeah. Shmups are awesome. If I ever, if I, if I ever become a governor of Texas, I will make video games illegal in this state. Sure. Anyways, now it's time for Ryder Strong and the Temple of Osiris. Okay. What's your name? (laughs) I like it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It's it's really cool. I'm glad that we had that conversation about Ryder Strong the other night. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to turn into something. Uh, Today you were pitching to Verge Games Inc. Yeah. Tell me some Verge Games so I know. Hey, like what? Well, the company name has hidden meaning. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, I think you should just change it to Verge Inc. That's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. You see what I'm doing there? Yeah. I see what you're <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm missing the joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny, Tommy? Tommy. What? Uh who 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 made the Aladdin video game and the Lion King video game? Virgin. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Today you guys are going to pitch us, the board. Yeah. On a new game, we're trying to bring back a beloved character, uh. one cousin Larry Appleton. Yeah. I don't know why I don't remember who that is. Well, he was the uh, one half of the main characters of the show Perfect, Perfect Strangers. Strangers. That's right. I just I just posted a picture of Perfect Strangers to... Uh, okay, I got it. Okay. I okay. never heard of the show. Well, it was... Uh, have you heard of the show Family Matters yeah. with Steve Urkel? Yes. That was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Anyways, so now you have two questions. That show lasted like eight seasons, by the way. What was the premise of Perfect Strangers? So Larry was uh, was a guy living in New York City, and his foreign cousin Balky came to live with him, and they get into all sorts of situations because Balky is socially inept. Yeah, he's so foreign, you see, yeah. that he just... So Larry's the straight man? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Good question. I guess that was two questions. Yeah. Ryan? Go fuck yourself. So I just <laughs> was it not two questions? Well, it was it was it was making sure I understood the answer to my first question. I guess it was a second question. Okay. Is Any questions, Ryan? <laughs> Are you good to go? Uh, <laughs> no. I think I think I'm good. Okay, so I went first last time, so Shanae has to go first this time. <sighs> so. Larry is the main character of Natomi. Okay. I and like that. His cousin Balky has all these girls from his country coming over to also stay with them, you know, temporarily for like three months. And in those three months, uh, you can get to know the girls and uh, eventually find the one that you want to continue to live with you and Balky and, you know, eventually marry. There we go. Your pitch is denied. <laughs> There's no controversies in this one. Ryan, go ahead. Uh, let me just kind of mail order British. <laughs> also, you know, in our current climate, it's very hard for people to get visas and green cards to come to the States these days. Yeah. You might want to be a bit more 
sensitive to oh, that no. demographic. No, no. So, some of them will have green cards. Some of them will have like working visas. They all have different ways. It's also going to point out how difficult in different ways to go get citizenship. How'd they get a green card before they got here? Oh, they've been like maybe some of them were here before. They just needed a place to stay. Okay. Sounds like Larry wasn't their first husband. <laughs> <laughs> For one of them, it might be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some of them are probably aspiring doctors. Um, yeah. You also have, you know, probably one that's a dreamer. You know, show the different sides. Tanae, Tanae. I just want my uh, game. We've denied the pitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So. Picture this. Okay. I have some words for you. Okay. I didn't count them out first, but here we go. Cover based. Third person. Shooter, starring Larry Appleton. Okay. You are familiar with the source material. I am. Okay. Okay. All right. Larry Appleton, wait, Balky has been kidnapped. Oh, shit. Okay. By ninjas? No. Okay. By uh, karate guys with guns and nunchucks. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Larry gets the, Larry gets a ransom note and says, "Come, f- come here with money." Balky dies, or 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 Balky dies. Okay, Balky okay. dies, or. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Larry has to go to uh, Nakatomi Plaza. Where they're, uh, wait, not Nakatomi Plaza, um, Casa del Nakatomi, okay, and he has to go up eighteen floor, eighty floors, and fight his way up this up the up the plaza to save Balky. You're really gonna want to turn it around here. <laughs> He's going to use guns, karate, and nunchucks. To save his cousin. Um, you have seen this man. Yeah. You know what cousin Larry Appleton looks like. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's what's compelling because he's an everyman. Okay. He's not, he's not an action hero. He's never shot a gun in his life, but he loves his cousin that he just met. And he wants to save him. Cover-based third-person shooter. Cover-based third-person shooter that we are not funding. <laughs> That's right. uh we're gonna have to turn that one down right <laughs> that was it tonight take it away to be fair hold on that's i only it. i only that's had it. 15 seconds to come up with my concept we're done. I, I have <laughs> we're done i just want to know what about my pitch got denied it was probably the immigration stuff <laughs> if i'm honest <laughs> all right i guess i'll allow one question after a presentation from you Going forward, okay. You want to know why? Why I it was some, denied? I want. I want some constructive, constructive criticism. At Verge Inc., we are here to monetize, yeah, to make money. Yeah. Today. Nobody wants to play a game that you read. Oh, let's read our games. Sure. They're super cheap to make. We don't want our name on some 
$2 download that looked like it was slapped together in Microsoft Paint with some clip art on it. I think you're underestimating how many paywalls are in mobile Atomi games. This isn't a dialogue, Shanae. You asked for his input, so. I think you were underestimating the value of this company. 100%. I don't know what this company is. <laughs> Verge Games, Inc. What have they done? I asked you before, what game, because I don't know anything about the company. I don't know who I'm pitching to. The biggest. All right. They're like the right games. Yeah. Of. Activision brings us our coffee. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That, none of these descriptions are helping me. You know what Activision is? Yes. Do you know what coffee is? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care why my game was denied. I'll just go back to the, I'm going back to the drawing board. I like that attitude. <laughs> I mean, knowing why is it going to help? Is it going to change the fact that it was denied? You know, uh, it's going to help me with future pitches. The pitch is going to be different next time, anyway. You're, you are going to be pitching a different product next time. Yeah, so. but to the same company. Sure, and I, it will star an old television show. I'm not going to know who I bet, any I of bet, these people are. I bet the next. I bet at least one of the next two will have a character from Cheers. Sine, I will guarantee you, you will know the next one. Oh. You say these things, but you have been proved wrong before of That's about true. what I know That's about. Should I end the show? So if you want to talk about my gaps in knowledge, you can reach out to us on uh, any of our social media. <laughs> my gaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next episode, we're talking about Sinead's gaps. <laughs> uh, thanks for watching us. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.